thankful for the goodness of God. My text tonight, I'd like to look in the Gospel of John, the 19th chapter. John chapter 19, starting with verse 28. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the Scriptures might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. Now there was set a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with vinegar and put it upon hyssop and put it to his mouth. When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Start out with giving greetings for Richmond, California. It's good to be here in Portland again. Almost two years ago, when we found ourselves in the same situation as Portland found themselves in a few years ago with the need to fence in our church property for safety and security. So a plan was put into place. We began to seek bids to do the work, and permits were applied for with the city. An order, a deposit was put with the contractor. After the permit was issued by the city, we were able to begin work. We continued on with that work. It started out in very basic digging trenches. We had to put electrical underground and continued on until the fence installation was begun and then permit inspections were made along the way. Finally, the day came when the project was completed. The price was paid. The plan was completed. We said it is finished. Power was turned on, gate was opened up, and access was granted. Here in our text tonight, you read Jesus' final words before the Bible tells us he gave up the ghost. His final words. It is finished. A word that's translated from the original to mean accomplished, completed, final. To finish is to bring something to an end, to completion, to bring to perfection. That's what this word means. When Jesus said it is finished, it was not an admonition of feet. Of defeat. It was a shout of victory from a victorious conqueror. Those words, even though they came from parched lips, went forth with power, with victory. It is finished. What was finished? Jesus' redemptive work on earth was completed. The plan of salvation had been in place from before the foundation of the world had been brought to a conclusion, and it came to a conclusion with three words. It is finished. Every obstacle had been removed. The way of mercy was opened up. He'd submitted to the will of his Father. He'd finished his course on earth. Jesus had defeated the works of the devil. He'd been nailed to the cross. 
remember it was sin that nailed Jesus to the cross. And when he said, it is finished, he nailed sin to the cross. What a plan. What a plan. What a completion. Jesus had suffered the penalty of God's justice which sin deserved. He'd come to fulfill the law and the prophets. But now, the ceremonial law had been abolished. He had fulfilled, fulfilled the words of the prophets. He fulfilled the co covenants he made with Noah, with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When Jesus said he had finished, he was finished. His physical suffering was over. The pain of rejection was over. He'd gone to the cross willingly in submission to his Father's will. But his death was not by accident. His death was by divine appointment. In Jesus' time, when a servant completed his assigned work, the word was used was tell, which means completed. Jesus in John 17 said, I have glorified thee on earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. The suffering servant had completed his work on earth. It was finished. When a priest in Jesus' time examined the sacrifice and found it spotless, the word went out to them. Complete. Jesus was the perfect, spotless lamb. As John said, John the Baptist, the lamb which taketh away the sin of the world. When a tax collector or a merchant received full payment, when the price was paid, it's complete, it's paid. What did Jesus do? He paid the price for your sins and mine on the cross. And when he did that, it was complete. It was finished. In his time, when an artist's work was completed, it was considered completed. Jesus' death completed the picture. A picture of love, mercy, compassion. The picture was complete. The last brush stroke of love was complete. But something else happened when Jesus said those three words, it is finished. Since he bowed his head, gave up the ghost, when he said those words, power went forth. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, all three record that the veil in the temple was split from the top to the very bottom. A veil that is estimated to be maybe four inches in, in, in thickness, maybe 60 feet tall, 30 feet wide or so. It, it was comments have been made that, that horses could not have pulled that, that veil apart. Yet it was split from the top to the bottom. That veil symbolized the body of Christ. 
his flesh was split and torn on that cross. So the veil could be split and torn for you and for me. Why? Not only did Jesus' death give us the opportunity to experience salvation, but his death provided a new and a living way. A new and living way for us. It offered new life. It was a new way because it was not part of the old covenant that grows old, as it says, and is ready to vanish away. But it was a living way because Christ ever liveth to make intercession for you and I in heaven today. We can come directly to that throne where we can experience mercy, find grace to help in time of need. The old requirements for a yearly animal sacrifice were done away. No human priests were needed anymore. We can now enter into God's presence, not because of animal's blood, but because of the shed blood of Jesus. It says, Jesus, the writer of Hebrews says, after he offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. And now we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the very Son of God. What does all this mean for us tonight? Number one, Jesus was a sacrifice for our sins on the cross. I believe we all know that, but I believe it's something we need to recognize and acknowledge. What a great price was paid that day on the cross. A price that was paid so we can have victory. Now we are called daily to be that daily sacrifice, that living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Because we have a living high priest in Jesus, we have an open invitation to enter into the presence of God. The old covenant high priest went in. It doesn't happen anymore. We are invited to dwell in the presence of God every moment of every day because that veil was split. Because Jesus said, it is finished. There's a new and a living way. We can live in the presence of God every day, every moment of every day. Do we take advantage of that? Do we appreciate that? Something else it does for us every day by that veil being split. We have direct access to God. We have direct access to God for salvation. We have direct access to God for sanctification, for that holiness. We can go directly to God and ask for healing through that shed blood of Jesus. We have direct access. We can go seek, ask for that infilling of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And we can obtain that. There are the possibilities are endless. Because of three words, it is finished. And that veil split. Endless power is available to us. The gateway is open to all. We have access. No matter what the need is in our life tonight, right now, 
We can go directly to the Father. The Bible tells us Jesus is there making intercession for us. I read that. I think, you know, I can get down on my knees. I can pray. Jesus, the Son, he says, the plan's complete. It's finished. I'm here. And he kind of leans over and says, Father, that's your child. My blood was shed for her. My blood was shed for that one. Can you send that healing stream? Can you send that salvation? By faith, we can accept it. After confession, we're saved. All of these benefits are ours because a plan was put into place long ago. A marvelous plan of redemption. When that plan came to completion, when the price was paid in full, Jesus said it's finished. And I wonder, do we appreciate it enough? Or do we take it for granted? Or do we think about it only at Easter time? It's not Easter yet. Many think, well, maybe we only hear those words preached about at Easter. I thought the same thing when the Lord dropped the message into my heart. Well, Lord, that is an Easter message. He said, no, that's a March 1st message. Somebody needs to know tonight, it is finished. The plan of salvation has been completed. The blood, the price has been paid. The blood has been shed, and we need to take advantage of that. Because Jesus said it's finished, we can come boldly before the throne of grace. We can experience mercy, find grace to help in time of need. We can come by faith, because God has revealed himself to us through Jesus. We can come fully persuaded that God will accept us. We can come by faith. Whatever our need is tonight. As I meditate on this, I thought, you know, one day very soon, God himself is going to say, it is finished. He's going to say, it is finished. That's it for this old world. My vision turning to his son, Jesus says, go get my people and bring them home. It's finished. The day of grace will be over. Are you ready tonight for that day? May God help us. Be ready. I believe that day is coming soon. So not, uh, daily, daily, my wife and I, we sit together and we say, Oh, can you hear the trumpet? There's something else. That's what the Word of God says. What a lively hope we can have in our hearts that that day is coming when we don't have to deal with the things of this earth. That time when we can gather in heaven, we can be around the throne of God forever, praising and worshiping Him. Not thinking about the aches and the pains. Not thinking about the problems that are going on. Not even looking for the skies, because there will be no sky. Walking those streets of gold. What a hope we have, church. All because it is and the way has been opened up. We're all invited tonight to come boldly before the throne of grace and say, it is finished. 
got saved here tonight. You're invited to come and say it's finished. To a defeated life of sin. You can come and say, oh, the battle's over. I surrender. You come and, and surrender to God. And you'll leave in victory. We're invited to come and say, oh, I surrender. It's finished. I give up. All this turmoil, this worry, this anxiety I have going in my life, I give it up. It's finished. I give it to you. We can come and say, it's finished to my will. I want your will and your way in my life. We can come and say, it's finished to my way. I want to do it your way. What is the need in your life tonight? There's victory ahead. There's victory ahead because it is finished. There's victory ahead because Jesus went to the cross for you and for me. And there's victory in the shed blood of Jesus. We can plead that blood of Jesus tonight. Whatever concerns us, we can plead that blood of Jesus and find victory and find power. What do you need tonight? Our song of invitation is Psalm 131. Let's come and pray as we stand and sing.